lectures about internet security, weakness and targets. Uh, this lecture is an introductory lecture to have a look uh, what are the potential attackers when we speak about cybercrime. And the reason that we have to consider this is to understand the motivation. Because there are many different types of attackers with complete different motivations. And we have to know this when we uh, discuss uh, internet security. So this is a second lecture in the risk analysis in the risk analysis and computer crime chapter uh, here uh, where we consider uh, uh, potential attackers. Information about potential uh, and possible criminals and their motives helps to establish and secure computer systems. And what, why is this is important to do? Because one verifies these very different groups of attackers with completely different motivations, which all are involved in such computer crime activities. So for example, the stuff of the own company. When I mentioned that 80% of, uh, of, of the attacks come from internal people, then this is a group we have to consider if we consider uh, the different groups of computer crimes. Then we have the group of pupils and students from high schools and university. We have <coughs> the group of hackers and crackers from the computer underground, uh, from the dark web. We have the group of professional hacker criminals. We have the group of secret agents from intelligence services. We have the governmental intelligence services. We have ordinary crimes, uh, criminals, for example, from the drug uh, or uh, mafia background. We have terrorists, last time, uh, very important. So you see there are very different groups. And let's uh, have a look to the different groups and try to understand what are the motivations, what they are doing, what they are interested to do. So if we start with the stuff, with the uh, cyber with a group of cyber crimes, uh, cyber criminals, with a group of stuff of our own company. Then I mentioned already that a large portion of the misuse of computer systems is caused by stuff of their own uh, enterprises. Unintentional or intentional. What are the motives? Often the motives is if it's done intentional to uh, damage and to uh, some uh, misuse of a computer system is on one side incompetence, that the people do not know how to work correctly, that the administrators uh, are not uh, very well skilled. But often it is very intentional done, the people feel bad because they feel badly treated, they feel frustrated, there's a mischief, there is a revenge. So there are different uh, uh, emotional uh, effects that bring people doing some crime activities. So the misuse becomes easier when the, internet, when the intranet was introduced, when the web technology was used also for internal communication. Before, the companies uh, often have uh, systems um, proprietary systems provided by 
by an enterprise, noble or other networks. But because it's so popular, because it's so easy, because it's so cheap to use the internet technology, now more and more companies use the intranets for their internal communication. So the motifs here, naivety or carelessness, for example, to receive information by clever uh, interrogation. This is the social hacking. That someone in the company says, I want to repair something in your account, what was your password? And if you make such an experiment, there are a lot of people that tell on the telephone to a person their password. There are many people that have the password very close to the desktop. Uh, there is a measurement that 50% of the passwords you can find in an area of one meter around the desktop. In some cases, we supposed it directly on the desktop, and some more sophisticated people have the posted below of the desk. But the reason is that people often do not understand why they need a password. When we look to our ID leak checker, you see there is millions of people that use a password one, two, three, four, five. And from 2006, it was one, two, three, four, five, six, because the most popular operational system insists in six digits. So this is, and if you have access to the uh, computer, then you can do uh, uh, something in the name of the other person. There is a non-compliance of internal security instructions that uh, leads to complicity. So often it's not really good regulated. The people are not uh, educated. What are the security policy of the company? And if, this, if there are organizational problems, then this opens the door for misuse. The intentional damage and fault, for example, by unnoticed uh, activation of switches or by clever data theft, getting access, for example, to the, to the list with the salaries of the people or with uh, other things. The distribution of viruses, all this uh, may happen and there is a new potential for such a crime by allowing the people to use home offices and to integrate home office. Because this is an integration of a station that's not completely controllable by the administrators. So other people can have the access to this computer. And also in a bad case, uh, with the intention to do something bad in the uh, system of the company. If we look to the group of hackers and high school uh, students uh, in uh, high schools and universities. By the way, this is from this group, the biggest number of break-in attempts can be observed. In most cases, unsuccessful uh, break-ins. They are executed by pupils, they are executed by students, uh, they uh, want to play around, they want to measure whether their knowledge is enough, they want to play. So this know-how in, in, in most cases is restricted to general break-in methods, but I mentioned already because it's easy to access, uh, to access hacker tools over the internet, this group also plays sometimes with very dangerous uh, software. 
motifs are a combination of curiosity, of play instinct, of self-affirmation. In the majority, this is not the idea then to cause a big mistake or to steal data. In most cases, only to prove I overcome this. When we speak uh, in another lecture about history of such attacks, we will see there was a pupil that uh, was able, in, in US, that was able to get access to the NASA network. Of course, this was a big, uh, uh, so he was very proud. And also the media spoke about this. So in the majority of these cases, it is aimless and it is uh, without uh, too much bad intent. Uh, usually, it's a low amount of loss. But the script kiddies, this is a name because they often use such tools without understanding what they are doing. But the tools become, the tools become more and more powerful and dangerous and need uh, performance to be run. They use uh, that script without deeper know-how. Uh, uh, and this is, a, of course, a difference to the uh, authentic hackers, which were able also to, do, to design such tools. So what is, uh, comes out when such, uh, such hacking tools are used by uh, pupils and, and kids and students is that there is a denial of service attack. And then the of service attack because these tools, for example, if they, uh, if, if they investigate a system for all the vulnerabilities or other, if they scan the system, resources are needed and so the system uh, is no more able to provide the service in the uh, usual quality. Another group of attackers in the, in are the hackers or the crackers of the computer underground or the darknet. This is typically an unprofessional elite of hacker community. See, uh, it's an increasing cancellation of homogeneity of the scene. So in the early years, it was a close group of specialists that tried to overcome systems that organized themselves. Meanwhile, this scene is more and more uh, under a process of differentiation uh, coming into the groups we will uh, later uh, mention. Originated, originally, the scene starts with, uh, uh, from the phone freak movement in US. We will see this in a, in a later lecture. This was coming with the ideologic idea that communication should be free. So these uh, phone freaks, they want to overcome the uh, pay mechanism if you uh, use telephone system. Today, almost all people work with flat rates and cheap but a couple when I was young, uh, t to use a telephone, particularly to lose a telephone in an international, to get an international connection, was very, very expensive. So they tried to spare money, and from this scene, when computer came up, the computer hacker scene great. The cracker, so-called crackers, they want to shut down communication systems of industry, of business, and particularly they uh, fight against telecommunication uh, enterprises. In Germany, when we speak about this uh, scene, the most popular is the Chaos Computer Club, CCC, uh, which and similar clubs are organized by bulletin boards, by uh, hacker uh, magazines, uh, by conventions. And there is also a big 
part of insider communication. Uh, for example, the exchange, what are the weaknesses, what are the vulnerabilities of certain systems, how one can uh, break in using this information to break in uh, an IT system, to overcome IT security systems, to intrude uh, some interactions, uh, uh, some malware into the system. Uh, and this uh, communication typically is very well protected. Uh, so it's underground mailboxes that are used in this scene. Compared to this and with NASA motivation, we can see the group of professional hacker criminals and secret agents. Here, this hacking is commercialized. The commercialization of the internet opens a market for professionals to save data, to sell data, to make business by such criminal activities. So the, pro the professional data thieves from the hacker scene, this uh, often are former uh, service, uh, uh, secret uh, service agents, these are former computer specialists. They see there is a black market, there's a gray market, for data, for identity data, or other things uh, one can sell. And so they are motivated by their attacks to uh, make money with the information they uh, uh, receive, they theft, when they break into a system. They, are, uh, they uh, often execute specific tasks. For example, they take uh, a task to, uh, for spying in an uh, industrial enterprise, uh, to make some spy activities in secret service. There is a black market uh, for information races. So this is what's the motivation of that group of hackers. When we look to the next group, the governmental intelligence services, here uh, the, we see this and know this from the, uh, from the media. There is a mass surveillance, and the idea is to prevent crime, to prevent uh, terrorism. The characteristic of such a governmental intelligence service is that they have nearly unlimited resources. So for example, they are able to make use of so-called zero-day exploits. Zero-day exploits are uh, vulnerabilities that are not publicly known, and the exploit is a way how to misuse these uh, vulnerabilities to break in or to do some uh, damage. Uh, they are able to uh, process large amount of data, also to attack uh, cryptographic systems because they have uh, huge resources. The usage of dubious and potential unconstitutional methods here is every time a discussion because, of course, this uh, governmental intelligence, they have to follow the rules, the rules that are valid for all. And sometimes in their works, there is a discussion whether the whether doing some activities, they are breaking some laws. So, for example, the violation of privacy. Often, the services also cooperate with, uh, with uh, services from uh, foreign agencies, from foreign uh, companies, for example, to get access to core infrastructure components or uh, servers abroad, or uh, to know what this uh, intelligence people from intelligence agents from abroad know about uh, uh, our national systems. Uh, they could pressure 
companies to reveal protected data. You know this discussion. If there is a, a crime, expected a crime, then there is a force to the, for example, uh, a telephone company uh, to give the data, the connection data of that uh, person. Often uh, they are, when we speak about APTs, that are, these are the most dangerous uh, attack methods, the advanced persistent threats. Often such attacks come from this group of attackers because here you need a large amount of resources, you need uh, a lot of human power to organize such APTs. And often these APTs have also a political goal. A big example is Stuxnet, the, uh, the attack against uh, uh, the, the uh, nuclear, uh, nuclear institutions, the nuclear machines uh, in iron. Ordinary criminals, to mention also this group, uh, this is a traditional criminal scene. Uh, they use internet for their organization. Uh, for example, to, uh, to uh, sell drugs, to uh, organize meetings, or to send informations, which is much more dangerous using internet than doing other means. So there is, uh, beside of this traditional crime, but also new types of computer crime. For example, attacks against financial and shopping systems, against the provider of such uh, shoppings, with ransomware also against the customer to, make, to, uh, to um, take care that all the data of a person, of a company, of a hospital are encrypted and then asked for money to decrypt this data. These are new types of such uh, criminal attacks. So the authorities, that's a problem, uh, are not the security authorities, police, are not yet prepared to control the exchange of such medicine in comparison to the traditional observation methods. Uh, in consequence, the communication, the execution of criminal activities is increasingly relocated in the internet. The, uh, there is also a wish to prevent such traditional criminal activities by security institutions like uh, CIA, NSA, uh, uh, also by other uh, governmental uh, to have backdoors into cryptographic operations because strong cryptography cannot be uh, it cannot be uh, uh, breaking. It needs too much, uh, too much power. It needs too much time, computational power, too much time to do this. So they asked the designers of such cryptographic methods to uh, help them uh, in case of danger to get access. This is a big discussion whether it should be done or not should be done. So these are the, uh, uh, the uh, traditional criminals and uh, necessary also to mention as a group with own interest, with own motifs uh, of cyber crimes are terrorists. There is a, a tremendous increase in usage of the internet by terrorists. It starts with raising funds, with recruiting people uh, uh, to, for, their, uh, for their fights, it uh, continues by uh, spread their propaganda to a lot of people uh, by communicate and coordinate actions 
actions via encrypted uh, uh, communication channels, uh, for example, with WhatsApp, with Telegram, or with others, and to build their own networks. Today, there are often news about at attacks in public transportation services and uh, attacks against critical infrastructures. For example, the unsuccessful bomb attack on a regional train uh, or a train station. There was an event in December 2012 uh, in Bonn uh, when this would have uh, worked, the bomb, and when they would have been successful, it would a huge damage and, uh, of human life and others. Often, when the uh, security authorities get access to the laptops of those people, then they find, uh, they find instructions and they find proofs and manuals of how to create a bomb or how to mix uh, a liquid or how to uh, damage something uh, which was downloaded from the internet. So also the internet uh, provides such kind of information uh, which then can be used by the uh, potential attackers. You see there are very different groups. I do not claim that we have completely mentioned all, but I want to open a little bit the view that there are very different motivations which uh, drives people to misuse the internet services, to attack internet, to create security incidents. Thank you for your attention.